Hello everybody, welcome back to Leached On, a podcast where I'm leached on to a certain topic for 15 minutes or more. Now this would kind of mark around about um, a year anniversary of my podcast. Um, I started this in 2021 and yeah, I haven't been really updated, very regular with, um, I haven't been really regular with my schedule and stuff like that. Um, And that's just simply because you know school I've had school and uh, I was doing stuff over the summer so I've been you know just equally busy um now um I did one of my vows to myself was when I do this you know I use I think I've mentioned this a couple times I use this as like my sort of like journal diary vocal therapy session and I like to be real with people who listen to this because I don't even know who listens to this. I mean, people from my school may listen to this and look at me differently. Complete strangers who've seen my podcast somewhere may be seeing this. I have no idea where you're seeing this from. But I'm really glad you are because you can hear me ramble on about certain things. Um, kind of one topic I really want to talk about is overthinking. Um, you know, I'm a victim of it. And it's really crazy because one year ago me did not have any thoughts flowing through my very intelligent and smart brain. I did not have like as many thoughts as I do now. And I guess that's why they prescribe stuff like antidepressants and stuff so you don't think as much. But it's actually crazy how much I think in a day. Like if I wrote down when I like I have this like I just try to jot down what I'm thinking the time like I have this like technique where I'll write down and like I'll write it on my notes and stuff like oh what I'm thinking about it's like what's crowding on my mind and you'd be surprised like how much just goes through it and they say it's normal you're supposed to have like 10,000 thoughts a day of course you're not supposed to remember any of them but when I jot them down I mean I'm already remembering them but it's just a little it's just a little crazy just how much there is that goes through my head like I could be thinking of stuff that I shouldn't be worrying about then I'm thinking about stuff I should be worrying about and sometimes I just get so lost in my thought I'm not in the present moment I'm zoned out I'm not enjoying what's in front of me and I've been guilty to that it's been a really bad habit of mine and probably another one is just mixing up the true story um there's not a saying but it's like factually proven when you're really stressed you can tend to switch up like your memory gets messed up and you can like mess up what you're thinking about and it's actually being proven in a lot of tv shows and movies the best example i can use is the owl house um like towards the last couple seasons when Luce is referring to what happened she switched like um in yesterday's lie spoilers spoilers alert spoiler alert uh yesterday's lie which is when Luce went back to the human realm to see her mom uh, her mom told her a couple words, and she ended up switching it back when she rephrased what her mom said to, like, the people in the witch realm or whatever. She kind of switched up the words, even though it said the same thing. It wasn't exactly what she said. And I've kind of seen myself being in a pattern of that, really switching up a lot of people's words. Like, oh, but she said da 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 And then comes to, comes to realize that they didn't even say that. I just thought that they did. And it's crazy because with how much I think, I end up getting my real thoughts with what actually happened scrambled up a lot. Sometimes I'll get my memory scrambled up and I'll be like, oh, well, this happened, right? Uh, no, it didn't. I thought it happened. And then I just jumped to assumptions. And it's so difficult because I relied my belief system all over the law of assumption. I read books about it. 
articles i look so deep into the law of assumption i even let it take over my life for like three months and the law of assumption is just a universal law that whatever you assume to be true is true and of course it's in a belief system which in reality how belief system work is whatever you believe to be true will be true i mean it works like that every way like if i have a belief system that believes that if i do this every day this is going to happen like placebo effect type stuff it's going to happen because i believe it's going to happen but belief is strong like you have to have faith like you have to really believe in it you can't just be like oh yeah whatever i'm doing this and hopefully it happens like you have to believe in it you have to persist you have to affirm and when i was in that it was actually pretty good like i know i talk so negatively on it but it actually did really good for my head because I wasn't thinking as much because I kept affirming like throughout the day I was affirming the same thing if I wanted something I kept saying I kept saying like I wouldn't even think about anything else I would just think about what I wanted and then it'd come and stuff like that and of course it doesn't really work for everyone I mean everyone's belief system is set up differently some people may be like oh I'm gonna do it for a couple weeks and nothing happens nothing happens well if you're gonna think that if you're gonna have you're doing this thinking that nothing's gonna happen nothing's gonna happen but it's just really difficult because with that, and I overthink, or I've started to now, I swear to God, I did not overthink at all in the past. Like, now I'm starting to do it like crazy, and I have no idea why. But, like, like, like okay, let's say you're in a relationship, and you assume your significant other is going to cheat. Okay, if the law of assumption is going to work in this case, are they going to cheat? A. B. With that, well, to break that out, like to get that out of your head, you would have to realize the facts. Oh, well, my significant love, my significant other really loves me. You know, they tell me that they love me. They buy me gifts. They hang out with me. They do this. They do that. So that outweighs the fact that they might be cheating on you. Okay, why do you think that they're cheating on you? Oh, well, they're talking to this person and, and you know, whatever, whatever, whatever your reasoning may be or that person's reasoning may be the good still outweighs that negative but if you just be like ah whatever i don't care i believe that this is happening then it's gonna happen and that's really hard for a lot of overthinkers because that is true if you look at the positives okay well they do this 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 and it's really good green flag automatic yes but i just have this assumption that this is going to happen because it's happened to me in the past or this is going to happen because they're showing little signs of it which in reality could just be you know you being jealous anyways but it all comes down to like a personal root problem like oh it's because i'm jealous or oh it's because this happened to me in the past and i'm not over it and i need to get over it because i'm still holding that grudge and it's bringing me on to my current relationships anyways it's just really difficult because it's true i mean they're not cheating and they love you so much that they do all these green flags why would they cheat oh well oh, oh well, well listen like okay so like and that just doesn't make any sense because not only are you stressing yourself out, you're also probably messing up your relationship by bringing these accusations of cheating. And I'm sitting here telling this advice while I can't even take it myself because I tend to overthink of the stupidest things and tend to bring it up. And, and I pull them so far up my ass, there is no evidence I can prove about it except my feeling. And I messed up a lot of relationships, I mean friendships because of that. Like, I'll be like, oh, well, I'm just not feeling their vibe. They're, I'm not on the same aura frequency as me. But there's no proof that they're really a shitty friend. It's just that I feel like they're a shitty friend. And... I'm starting to realize now that facts over feelings. Facts over feelings no matter what. Your brain knows more than your heart does. Your heart's only job is to pump blood and and love. But you can love the wrong thing. You know, there's a lot of people that support and love the wrong 
side and then it comes out that that person's a bad person and it's like oh shit i just love the wrong person but see if you use your brain and looked at how they were acting and maybe looked at how they act in the past or if they had any past accusations boom i wouldn't love them in the first place so it's really true when it's facts over feelings observations i've actually been learning this in school and i'm using it in my personal life an observation is a fact let's say we're in a room together or, or you're in a room with uh your sibling if you don't have siblings, then I'm going to say, okay, let's just say you're in the room with your friend. There we go. That's my example. You're in the same room as your friend, and your friend walks in mad. Well, okay. For all, let me take that back. Let me take that back. Your friend walks in the room. They slam the door. They sit down with their arms crossed, and they let out a <laughs> noise. You, What you've observed, what the facts are, is that they shut the door. They cross their arms, and that they let out a <laughs> noise. Those are facts. They did that. Now, that could, obviously, using context clues could mean that they're mad. But in reality, you do not know that they're mad unless they simply state out, I'm mad. You ask, what's wrong? The key to breaking down an assumption is always asking questions that can lead you to the right answer. I wouldn't just be like, are you mad? Because, mm, okay, yeah, they did all that, but they could have just been doing that as a joke, a big prank. I like they were mad and then be like, April Fool's, I'm not mad. I just tricked you that I was mad. So there's no need to jump to an assumption. You would ask, what's wrong? Now, if they're like, oh, nothing, like, I just hurt my foot and, like, that's why I slammed the door, you know, and, like, a little noise because, like, my butt hurt when I set out. Okay, then they weren't mad. They they have their reasoning for it. But when you just in your head take an educated guess, an inference or whatever, that they are mad, you're going to keep your all your actions after that are going to be as if they're mad. You probably won't talk to them because you think that they're mad. You probably give them their space because you think they're mad. But they never really verbally said, I'm mad or I'm upset or something's wrong. And that's why it's best to ask questions. What's wrong? If they say, oh, nothing, then nothing's wrong. You have, you can't keep pushing that something's wrong. And then that's a lot of things that happen in a lot of relationships. They'll be like, well, babe, I just don't feel like you're okay. If they say they're okay, you have nothing else to do but believe that they're okay. Because, okay, let's say, yeah, I'm fine. They talk to you like that, and they say that they're fine, then they're fine. And if they're like, oh, why aren't you helping me? Well, you said you were fine. I mean, that's a fact. You said that you were fine. And if it was verbally, I'm not telling you to go record them, but just remember that they said that because they might be like, I never said that. And then that just brings up a big thing. Now, if it was through text, you can always reply, screenshot, or whatever. You did say that because they did say that. That's an observation. That's a fact that they said nothing is wrong. Okay, but the context clues around it, oh, they seemed mad, oh, they had an attitude, oh, they rolled their eyes, they're mad. But context clues could all mean a joke, like, I, I'm i the type of person, like, if I'm really mad and, like, the person I'm with is making me smile, I'll act like I'm still aggravated, but I'm, like, you know, it's just, I'm very confusing, so I'll be, like, a mixed, like, I'll be, like, oh, kind of giggling, and then I'll still be, like, oh, I'm still mad at you, don't talk to me. So, it's just like that. If someone tells you, how whatever like they tell you straight up then that's the fact that they told you but you cannot go assuming off of things now of course it's best to assume in like science but you have to perform experiments you have to ask questions you have to do things repeatedly to prove your assumption and i believe that's how the law of assumption works and i just broke it down for myself saying it verbally i believe that you have to persist in what you want and keep assuming for it to be true and persist and ask more questions okay let's say i want to get taller 
why do I want to get taller? It can't be an envy reason because then I'm just doing it out of jealousy and someone else's negative energy. Um, why do I want to be taller? Oh, well, I want to be able to dunk. Okay, that's a pretty good goal. So I would just keep affirming, okay, I'm tall enough to dunk. I'm tall enough to dunk. And then maybe I won't even really be tall. En- well, okay, let me not say that. Let me not say that. You may become taller, girl, a couple inches, and you see that you have the ability to dunk. But the thing is, I can't just affirm this, oh, I'm able to dunk. I'm able to dunk. I'm tall enough to dunk. I'm tall enough to dunk. I'm tall enough to dunk. Boom, I'm done for the day. This is something you got to be subconsciously repeating yourself. Writing down every chance you get. Writing it and, and, and just acting as if you already can. Okay, maybe I get a basketball, you know, maybe like act like I'm going to go dunk. Oh, I still can't do it yet. Let me keep going. You know, so it's just things like that. You just have to assist and persist. And it's kind of difficult for me when I'm an overthinker because then all these other thoughts are like, oh, that's not going to happen. Oh, you're just wasting your time. Oh, why do you want to get taller? You're fine the way you are. Oh, I shouldn't be wasting my time on something like this. It's just a bunch of degrading thoughts. But remember, the good will always outweigh the bad. And I'm giving this advice because I know I need to hear it. And I didn't know how else to word except saying everything negative. And that's another thing I do. I don't know why, but I always tend to look at the bad side of things. It's fucking annoying. I don't know why I do it. I'm just always looking at the bad. Like, I could be out. I'm like, oh, my God, I could fucking get in a car wreck right now. Okay, why am I worrying about that and not worrying about what's going on in the car? Ooh, a good song is playing. Ooh, my mom was wearing a nice outfit. I should focus on that. But no, I'm deciding to focus on the fact that I could get, I could get into a car wreck. That's uh, a waste of my time, bringing negative energy, bringing, bringing not good feelings around. So, like I said, the good will always outweigh the bad, and it's definitely 100% best that you look at the facts and look at the more positive side of things. And I know that's really difficult, like genuinely, I really know that it's difficult to look at the positive side, but always just like snap like do the opposite of what you're thinking about that's good so let's say i'm like oh i'm really fat just think about the opposite okay well um i'm not obese you know so i'm not that fat i'm not fat you know just kind of break that down and affirm and not affirm uh reassure yourself you know if you're really trying to uh manifest to be the opposite i would say like oh i'm not fat girl i'm skinny girl so say something like that you know just re like do the opposite of that phrase and affirm that more than the negative one i guess would be a good thing and of course you have to do actions and plan out experiments to boost that assumption so okay yeah i'm skinny what would a skinny person do i guess or yeah i'm um leaner what would a lean person do how would a lean person eat how would they wear their clothes how would they walk how would they talk about themselves you know because if you're thinking in your head Oh, I'm lean, I'm lean, I'm lean. I have a low body fat percentage. I have a low body fat percentage. But I'm talking to everybody. I'm like, man, I just really hate myself. I feel so fat. If I'm still journaling, man, I hate myself, man, I'm so fat. Then I'm not doing nothing but feeding into the, oh, I hate myself energy than the energy I really want to become. And that's what a lot of people ignore. They're like, oh, well, I've been saying, I've been thinking it, I've been affirming it. But have you really been affirming it? Are you talking to other people like in the way you've been affirming it to yourself? Or sometimes if you don't want to say a lie i guess or hype yourself up too much then just don't say anything keep that to yourself and let the progress show in secret and this might be a little longer episode no cuts i don't really feel like cutting so you're gonna hear through all my stutters and everything but i just kind of want to catch up and i just um you know seasonal depression is a big thing um i might go into another episode about that but i'm really convinced i have seasonal depression because every time fall hits 
I'm just in this more laid back mood, kind of sensitive, like how fall would be if it was a person. Sensitive, oh, cozy, warm, not too crazy. Then winter comes around, man, I'm crazy. I'm off the walls. Um, kind of same with spring. Then summer, I'm like back to relaxing and taking my, you know, cooling down a little bit. But, you know, I do believe that this is my own therapy, but for some reason, I can actually stick to it. So, anyways, basically, happy one year to my podcast. And if you made it this far, please don't look at me different. Uh, I'm just kind of trying to give advice for myself and trying to say it in like a third point of view like I didn't really say like oh well what I would do is no I try to use some metaphors and stuff so it makes more sense and I just talk a lot so I hope that also kind of got my point across my point is that treating an assumption like a science experiment you have to ask questions to get to the root on why you want it perform experiments to get what you want to boost that and affirm and persist so with that i'm gonna log off and swings out guys